Hi, I'm CJ with Peripheral Neuropathy Resources, and with me today, as always, is my co-host. And that would be me, Dee, and uh, I'm pleased to be here today. And we're here with a very interesting uh, guest, Michael Wright, who's going to talk to us about medications um, related to peripheral neuropathy and supplements and He's going to look at it in different, different, um, he's going to shift the paradigm for us <laughs> so that we know, we know um, what kind of medicines, what kind of supplements work. What's great about Michael is that he worked his entire career in pharma. So the man knows his drugs. So we're, we're really looking forward to this conversation today. Well, that's right. And uh, Michael also has maybe the largest Facebook page on peripheral neuropathy. If not, it's uh, gaining fast on number one. Uh, just look for success stories. Go to Facebook and type in success stories. And that will be Michael's uh, peripheral neuropathy group. He's, his, uh, what he's into is positivity in thinking about peripheral neuropathy. He's a wonderful Facebook group. Well, anyway, with, uh, without further ado, let us um, let us. Begin, Michael, and get you to begin. Thank you so much, CJ, for inviting me. I commend you for the work you're doing to help people with peripheral neuropathy and U2D. I'm really happy to be here. As CJ said, I was in pharmaceutical management for 32 years. I was around a lot of drugs. I wasn't around neuropathy-related drugs until I got the condition about four or five years ago. And honestly, I've just done a lot of trial I've tried just about everything there is. So I have been to the Mayo Clinic. I've talked to several neurologists, and I kind of have a good idea of what's available to those of us with neuropathy. And of course, the main class of drugs they use are the anti-seizure meds. These meds have been shown to interfere with the overactive transmission of pain signals sent from damaged nerves or overly sensitized nerves. And of course, the most commonly used drug is probably gabapentin. Right, right. You know, I take 1,200 milligrams. I was on 2,400 milligrams, but I weaned back to to 1,200 and really didn't notice a big difference. But they dosed that up to 3,600 milligrams. So that's probably the number one. And then the newer form of, of gabapentin, of course, is Lyrica which is also known as pregabalin. They normally start that about 150 milligrams per day, and that goes up to 600 milligrams per day. Now, when I tried that, I will tell you, I had the worst nightmares. I'd never had a nightmare before I was on Lyrica, but every drug affects people in different ways, and there's a good chance that most people would never have a nightmare on Lyrica, but that was just my experience. No, that's that's very true, Michael. I think that um, that's a good point to make right here, is that everybody does react differently to every every type of drug. Yeah. You know, as I was doing a little bit of research on this, I was reading in Peripheral Neuropathy Success Stories group, as CJ mentioned, and I saw someone talking about a drug called Graylease. That's spelled G-R-A-L-I-S-E. And it, it sort of nudged me to ask my neurology office about it and come to find out Graylease is a gabapentin that's a once a day medicine. They titrate it up starting at around 300 and they go up to, um, let me see, I believe it goes up to about 1800 milligrams once a day. It's known to have fewer side effects. The thing that gets me a little bit is, as I read about it, they were talking about in their 
animal studies, which of course includes rats. We're not rats, but it gets my attention. They saw an incidence of um, pancreatic tumors. So, mm. but the drug was introduced in 2011. And I would tend to think that if this were happening in humans, they probably would have pulled the drug. But do you, uh, do you take that drug, Michael? I do not take that drug. The, mm -hmm. the neurology office that I go to has offered it to me. I think they see it as a more convenient form as it's once a day. They see it as maybe having fewer side effects. But the downside of that drug is also the cost because most insurance companies are going to opt for gabapentin, which is dirt cheap. Okay. Michael, what about amitriptyline? So I'm glad you asked me that question, CJ, because it is a commonly used drug for people with neuropathy. It's a tricyclic antidepressant. It's an older form of antidepressants. It's got some side effects. That's why it's not quite used as much, but it does. See, um, they do see it as helping people with different pain syndromes, including those of us with neuropathic pain. So that's why they still use it. A lot of doctors think or they will use it because they think it'll help people sleep a little bit better. The other um, antidepressant that's in kind of that same class is nortriptyline. It's also used for depression and neuropathic pain. By the way, the, the trade name for amlotriptyline is Elevil, and the trade name for nortriptyline is Pamelor. Mm, so, okay. yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm glad you asked me that question. I want to come back there and talk about baclofen. That's B-A-C-L-O-F-E-N. That is a muscle relaxant that the neurologist will love to use on people. They tried that on me. I was on 20 milligrams. They prescribed it three times a day. I'm really, I'm not very compliant with taking medicine three times a day. So I did that for a little bit. I didn't see any benefit. I stopped it. But I do know that it's a very commonly used drug. It helps with, well, it's a muscle relaxant. So it does help relax your muscles. Oh, so you felt more relaxed on it? I did. I didn't. That's why I stopped no. it. But, <laughs> but it's, it's very, it's very common in our community. So I wanted to mention that. And then the other drug we were talking about antidepressants, I've got to mention duloxetine, which is Cymbalta. Now Cymbalta is used for depression and anxiety, but they've shown it's got benefit with fibromyalgia pain, as well as diabetic peripheral neuropathy pain. And I think, you know, we talk about, is it just for diabetics or could it be used for everyone with neuropathic pain? And I think doctors are more than happy to prescribe it for anybody with neuropathic pain. That's my yeah. guess, at least, because I know a lot of people on Cymbalta. Let me ask, uh, Michael, um, why can't we just take Tylenol extra strength or ibuprofen or even aspirin on a daily basis? Well, I'll tell you this. If you take Tylenol and it works, hallelujah. Praise <laughs> be. Take it. If you take ibuprofen and it works, go for it. I take, I take ibuprofen every single night now because I think I've got inflammation in my body and it's uh, that drug is for inflammation. But I do, I do know doctors that say that we really shouldn't be taking a lot of non-steroidal um, anti-inflammatory drugs with neuropathy. That's probably another conversation for another day. But mm -hmm. suffice to I, say, I do take it. You do think it helps, Michael? Well, I, I, don't, I do take it at nighttime. I take, you know, you can take four Advil. That is a prescription dose. Right. You, um, that's what I take. I take three or four at night. Every night. You, 
You know, hmm. I have always I have always heard that um, that kind of medic- medicine does not touch nerve pain, and and for me, that's the truth. I it doesn't change my pain at all. So um, so I'm a little curious on that, but I do the same. Just FYI, I take two uh, every night before I go to bed. Just you know, just you in take- case. Is it Advil PM that you're taking? Because that's no, a sleep no, inducer. Uh, Tylenol, just Tylenol. Oh, I, I take just no. plain Advil. There's no PM to it. And, you know, you take it and you say a prayer for tonight. Just let it do something. <laughs> you just pray that, that it might be a different experience in taking it. You want to do everything you can to try to help yourself. And that's why we take these medicines, just trial and error. The other well, the, one, the, the, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, well the first to... thing I learned about peripheral neuropathy uh, was years ago, I, would, I didn't have a lot of trouble with the pain, but I had stabbing pains that would just set up in one location and just intermittently stab me. And um, somebody told me, he said, just take maybe three Tylenol extra strengths and walk around to get it in your system in about 40. And it, that has worked for me. Wow. So, uh, I don't do you. it for I don't do it for a peripheral neuropathy because I have that every day all the time. But if I get a stat, those intermittent stabbing pains, which I get about to a painful degree, maybe every other month or something, then I take three. And if it's really severe, maybe four extra strength Tylenol. And eventually, about 45 minutes later, it gets rid of it. Anyway, please so continue. No, I'm so <laughs> glad that works for you. I, I wish to high heavens that would work for me that's yeah that's and great. i'm in on michael's team on this i wish it would work but <laughs> well but uh, having I, pain is a different kind of thing but uh what, maybe that's for a future conversation too so anyway please continue mm-hmm. oh well so my neuropathic pain i don't have the stabbing pain i don't have the burning i don't have it i've got a little bit of tingles in my fingertips but not much I've got just weird foot pain. It's I can't even describe what that pain feels like. I know it's mm-hmm. neuropathic pain. It hurts. I can't put it into words, but it's not your typical symptoms. Anyway, I digress. Let me talk about a newer, a brand new drug that just hit the market. It's called Qtenza. It's Q-U-E-T-E-N-Z-A. It's by Veritas Pharmaceuticals. It is a capsaicin patch. You have to get that oh. patch up. You have to get that patch applied in a doctor's office. It takes 30 minutes. They put it on you and they leave it for 30 minutes. The good thing about it, it's shown to have benefit for up to three months. It's indicated for painful diabetic peripheral neuropathy. Again, I'm betting if you have a lot of foot pain and you went to your doctor and said, could we try Cutenza? I am guessing they might because doctors will use drugs every day out of indication. So that's what I'm guessing. It, but like I say, a lot of doctors probably don't even know that's out there because it's so new. So you would have to ask if you would want to try it. And by the way, the concentration of that capsaicin is in a, a different, it's in a different release mechanism. And so different concentration. So it's a lot better, a lot better and different than what you can buy over the counter in a little tube of mm-hmm. capsaicin. Would you continue to take gabapentin with it? Oh, yeah. And there's no there's no contraindication between probably any of the drugs I've mentioned so far. You could take all these together. Ah, okay. So right. you just so you just have to get the cocktail right, as it were. Just have to keep on trying. It's just yeah. keep on trying every yeah. day, trial and error. <laughs> so those are the main prescription drugs. I think I hit them all. I want to talk about some of the supplements that we hear a lot about. I'm going to 
actually talk to you about the ones that are on the website for the Foundation for Peripheral Neuropathy. And then I'll talk about maybe some other ones that I take every day. Again, I'm not sure if any of them work, but I can tell you two or three years ago, I was sitting on the sofa um, having pity parties. And then I started trying all these different things, including I might add a spinal cord stimulator. And lo lo and behold, I'm up moving around doing things. I wouldn't say my life is completely back to normal, but I am not watching TV all day. So it's a lot better. But the main, you know, the foundation says vitamin E is good is an antioxidant that reduces levels of free radicals and oxidative stress. So they say that they say the B complex. Of course, we know about the B vitamins. Uh, If you get a B complex, that will give you some B12. Um, If you have a deficiency in B12, that can result in damage to the protective covering of the nerves. When you talk about the foundation, just to be clear, you're talking about the foundation for peripheral, peripheral neuropathy. neuropathy. Exactly. And they have a page on there in which they list, you know, all of these supplements and, and comment on them. Well, they do. Now, you need to be a member if people listening to this podcast are not members. It's a very nominal membership fee. And with that membership fee, you get access to everything on their website, all their recommendations, all their scientific advisors and what they're saying, it's, it's well worth it. But so I'm reading right off of their website right now, and they recommend the B-complex vitamins. I'll tell you, I just added B9 or folic acid to mine because they say it's uh, good for maintenance of nerve cells. I've taken a B12. I was actually getting B12 shots. Um, when you get a shot of B12, it's probably more effective than taking it in a pill form, but not everybody's got access easily to B12 shots. So most people probably just take it a B complex vitamin. That they yeah, you'd want to be diagnosed with a, a B12 deficiency. Um, I think, you know, to get that shot, but a lot of people have that and they're surprised to learn that they have. It. A lot of people do. Yeah. The, the one that um, everyone that's all the rage is alpha lipoic acid. And the form of that, the form of that, that is the most recommended is the R version. And that's because it's um, the concentration of it and the bioavailability is greater. Now the foundation says that acid has benefit in diabetic neuropathy that it causes less pain or that it brings about less pain, burning, and numbness. I take alpha lipoic acid R every day. Um, Hmm. Again, I can't say that it's really doing anything. I don't know which of these is doing something or which of them aren't. But I will tell you that is probably one of the top, most highly recommended supplements out there. The foundation talks about glutamine. I don't take this one, but it's a neural, um, a neutral non-essential amino acid. It's been shown to have neuroprotective effects, um, but they say more research is needed to really ex- assess the efficacy of glutamine. And then the other one is glutathione. It's a it's a tripeptide. It's thought to prevent neurotoxicity. So they talk about glutathione. How do you say that again? Glutathione, I think is how you say it. Then uh, one that I do take every day, and I, I bet you a lot of people's neuropathy take is magnesium. And I take it magnesium glycinate. It's shown to bring about improvement in neurotoxicity, um, especially for people getting infusions. It might be really important. It helps with cramping. 
Um, you've got to get the right form of it. If you don't, you might be on the toilet having some diarrhea because that's yeah. what magnesium does. But that's why I take magnesium glycinate. It doesn't cause me any gastrointestinal um, issues at all. You know, this has been we're kind of running out of time here. This has been a fascinating conversation. Dee, let's, uh, let's make this uh, podcast Michael Wright part one. And and we'll see, Michael, can we get you back for another podcast? I'll be glad to come back because I didn't even talk to you about turmeric yet. We got to talk about turmeric. We got to talk about benfotiamine. There's some other ones out there, but we'll come back. I'll be glad to come back anytime for you, CJ, for you, CJ, and D, anytime. We will definitely have you back. And, you know, I think you had that uh, spinal implant. We want to talk about that, too. I'll be glad to. uh, Because that could be for some people that works and some people just a waste of money. So we'll talk about that. But anyway, uh, this has been another CJ and, and D peripheral neuropathy podcast. Visit us on uh, our, our website, which is peripheral neuropathy resources.com. That's one word. And then uh, also on our Facebook page, peripheral neuropathy resources, you can visit Michael's Facebook page, Uh, It's Peripheral Neuropathy Success Stories. Michael, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. We'll talk again. We'll have you back. All right. Thanks, Dee. Thanks, all. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.